0: What's up, all you wonderful people out there in this big, beautiful world? Uh, today on our podcast, we're going to be talking, giving some advice to first-time home buyers and what to expect and how the process works, because we know that it can get a little overwhelming. Um, today we got Breezy. She's on our Empower Real Estate team here at Empower, and she's going to go over some of her opinions and and ours as well, and give you guys the best advice that we can give you.
1: Other like Xbox ones
0: no
2: i got this to make my podcast originally and then i just never quite got my podcast off the ground so
0: well we decided that we're just gonna schedule a time because we're all so busy that if it's just me and Lindsay talking then it's just me and Lindsay, and you guys can come in as you as Rotate you can through. or as you're available and we'll just yeah catch you up and that get you makes on it
2: i think that that would make it more interesting anyways well, yeah, because then you'll never have. I mean, you might have the same people, but you might not. Yeah. I would have said Marcy couldn't get on.
1: I know.
0: She wanted to, but she's so busy all the time.
2: I want to be that busy.
0: You're getting there. You haven't been licensed very long. How long have you been licensed? A year. Yeah, oh, you're good. I just barely did my first closing today. I've been oh, okay. Oh, a lot better. <laughs> It's almost. almost two years. December, it'll be two years. Okay, well, let's do the podcast then. This, we're calling it the Inspired Homes the Podcast.
1: Stephen's all there, Gager. You just spelled that right.
0: No, I'm never sure. I, I'm horrible at spelling. But we're calling it the In- Inspire Utah Podcast. And today we're going to talk about... First-time home buyers, what they need to know, what information they don't know that it makes them overwhelmed. So, what what advice do you give a first-time home buyer?
2: Oh gosh, there's so many things to tell a first-time home buyer. That's really one of the things that people um, it's intimidating to buy your first home for a lot of people,
0: it's and so overwhelming for sure.
2: Yeah, and so really it's just, you know, letting them know this is a big life decision, but it's it's a good life decision because people equate it to buying a car and they're, it's not like that at all. A car depreciates, like as soon as you start driving it off the lot, a home appreciates in value. So when you start telling a first-time homebuyer about how they're actually making an investment and how they're going to be gaining equity from this home, it helps a lot.
0: So how would you, to describe equity to somebody that has no idea what equity is, how do, how do you define equity?
2: How do I find, define equity?
0: Yeah. Like, how would you explain that to somebody who has no idea what it is?
1: Like, if someone was, like, a first-time homebuyer and they're like, wait, what does equity mean?
2: Basically, wealth. You know, you're adding to your wealth. Um, As you pay down your loan, your home stays the same price or appreciates over, depending on how much you pay, obviously, at a time, but usually it's kind of a slope. The price of your home goes up and you are paying down so you are gaining basically a good example would be cash kind of for right
0: your so it's, home. it's that in between of paying down your loan and what your house is actually worth right yes that makes sense yeah how about you what's what's some advice you would give first time home buyer? Um. <laughs> You don't know no. if you were buying a home, uh, what think... would, what would be your starting point? What would you do if you were a first time home buyer? What would I do? Yeah. What would be first I would first call step? me. You call you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause we're definitely not your parents' real estate agents. So right.
1: Exactly. Right. I wouldn't call my mom's real estate agent. Not your mom's <laughs> real estate oh. agent.
0: <laughs> yeah. We drink on podcasts. We uh-huh. have fun. We stay up. There.
1: <laughs> yes. We do. Derek throws questions at me when like my day is like winding down and it's over and i have told my brain it's okay to shut off and then he's like hey jump right back into that mode (laughs) and I'm like yeah no we're not going back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My day never I don't get wind down until till dinner's done. After I make dinner that's when everybody everything calms down. Like, just barely, this was supposed to start at eight, and I didn't even show up on time for my own podcast.
1: Yeah, I started it.
0: <laughs> but.
1: worse?
0: <laughs> I don't know. They're probably too busy doing it. They've
1: doing what?
0: <laughs> doing it. <laughs> no, being real estate agents, they're always on the phone. Yes. But. So, how has it been calling people? You've been getting a lot of rejections or what are you running into breezy
2: i think i have lost sound again oh no there you are okay okay so weird you guys can hear me um i think the question was how has it been calling people
0: yeah for your first year and experiencing that you're getting a lot of rejection of people that Think you're just a salesman and you're trying to just make money off of them.
2: Um, you know, calling people is always kind of a carnival for me because you get people who are really happy to hear from you, and you get people who are very annoyed to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, so my favorite thing is just to meet new people and talk to new people because I mean, especially during quarantine right now, we don't have much interaction. Mm -hmm. So I'll get to talk to people and and, uh, they're actually happy to talk to me. For a while I was offering toilet paper because, you know, I was just like, hey, I have toilet paper. I will drop it at your door. You don't even have to see me. I just really want to connect with people. And even the people who hang up on me, my favorite story was, um, I don't know much Spanish, but this young man, I would call him, and he would say he didn't speak English. And then I would say, you know, in Spanish, I would say, oh, I speak a little Spanish. And then he'd hang up because he didn't know any more Spanish. <laughs> That's so, so funny. That was my favorite story. Because even with people like that, I just find it so, not every day, but I find it so fun to meet new people and talk to new people. Some days i uh, I just don't want to do it. But the best advice I got is to be successful, you need to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. Yep. And that's in every everything.
0: You Absolutely. Know. Nobody likes change, but change is the best thing for you. Well, it sometimes you it's
1: hard too to have that motivation to continue to to make those strides. But you just have to like not overthink it and just do it. Go with action, overthought. So don't let your own mind take control and talk you out of something that you should that you know that's gonna benefit you.
0: Right. So people listening to this, when we call you, just have a conversation with us. We're actually very fun. Yes.
2: <laughs> right. Usually you'll hear my dogs in the background and then we'll talk about my dogs for a half hour and then that'll swing back around to what you want in a home.
0: <laughs> right.
2: Yep. And who doesn't love talking about dogs? Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> exactly. We need a we need to have a lender on so we can have them go over the different types of loans and what they're what so more people understand the variations of loans that that are out there.
1: Yeah. Yes, and understand how like they can get the process started and that it's actually not as big and scary as they think, and mm-hmm. it's actually pretty easy.
0: And so. they don't need a whole lifetime of savings to buy a house. Yeah,
2: or perfect credit.
0: Or perfect yeah. credit.
2: And there's so many programs out there for so many different types of people, and people don't realize you can be a first-time home buyer Even after you've owned a home, there's a year's period in there and, you know, we have to check with the mortgage people every time because we don't want, you know, it could change and it could be, you know, that if you had another property that you didn't know about or something, but um you didn't know about an investment property basically do you have a house out there you don't know about you should probably get on that i I wish
0: i I had that problem right can we all have that
2: problem you haven't inherited a house and you don't know it sounds like a hallmark movie um but yeah basically there's so many different ways to have a home that you don't know about we have grants up here in ogden if you buy one of the older homes you can get yeah. a grant yeah so, there's so Dang, many grants, ways
0: grants you don't even have to pay back that's the best part They're like right money to buy a house
1: all this yours well cool, there was this cool house in ogden um what where was that when we were showing tiffany
0: it was right
1: that. off of the freeway and then you didn't go very far
0: i remember it was a one-way it was a one-way way street. street probably
1: 31st probably. yeah that sounds right yeah. Anyways, the coolest house. It was huge inside. It was $300,000. Mm-hmm. And my cousin was like obsessed with it, but then her mom talked her out of it because of it's Ogden and she didn't want her that far away. Oh, we and get such the- a bad rap. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "No, this home is amazing. Like I wanted to buy it." Like
0: mm-hmm. it was cool. Had a it lot was of
2: character. So cool. So cool. I I was obsessed with it, but well and we have that benefit because we're like up north and we're smaller but we have all those older homes that look Mm tutorish that downtown salt lake has yeah and we just we have a bunch of but we have this weird concrete architecture like an architect just threw some concrete up and it's just sitting there (laughs) i want like a rich millionaire to come in and just like go eccentric on it like just buy it and just do (laughs) it Want. I just want someone in there to make it pretty. Right. Yes,
1: that'd be great. Um, Farmington has beautiful homes like that too. Oh, yes. Like, I'm obsessed. Whenever we're driving through, like Old Town Farmington,
0: Farmington just seems so small until you realize that, that it's, it's really it's not that kind small. Of big. There's yeah. just very few houses on one side of the freeway, and the other side's getting crazy. But
1: yeah, it's like they segregated their east and west side by businesses and shopping centers and stuff and then the other side is neighborhoods
2: (laughs) most likely i just and that's what i love about um northern utah and i love mid-utah and southern utah too they all have their things but i feel like everything is moving north we don't have a lot to expand east and west anymore in the middle of utah. so a lot of people are moving north, a lot of businesses are moving north, and for north buyers that's really good. you know, like right yeah. now we're probably Ogden is one of the lowest priced areas right now. and that's because we have a lot more older homes that people are trying to bring back up and make them nice again.
0: so yeah, have- those those grounds really help for sure. yeah. oh and yeah. So Utah's investing a lot of money up there to kind of revamp Ogden.
1: Yeah, and it's important to do that because a lot of a lot of neighborhoods, I mean, pretty much every neighborhood really goes through transitions like that where it's, you know, new and hip and everyone wants to live there. Yeah and, and the people that do live there, you know, stay and then they get old and then there's like that whole like deterioration of of the the value of their homes and stuff because it's just kind of how it goes they just go in like a circle and then it comes back to new again because the nostalgia new young people are moving in again and it just kind of rebounds every
0: and every I, so
1: often like 20 30 years i would say
0: and our market is just moving so fast there's yeah. so many people ready to buy homes in in utah we need more people to sell their homes if you want to sell your home give us a call <laughs> yes we yes. really need more people selling um but We run into an issue with that, too, because first-time homebuyers, they're not ready to make a decision on the home that they like that quickly. You know, for as fast as things are going, like, things are going under contract within one or two days. Mm -hmm. And you take them to see a house once, and And first-time homebuyers, like, they they don't know. So they feel like they're getting forced into this quick decision. Mm -hmm. And it's not the funnest experiment for first-time homebuyers, but at the same time, you never buy the house you're not supposed to buy yeah No, whether whether it's you know just for a year or two years because that's the one that was meant for you or you know it's it's a home that will last a long time you know sometimes it just feels right but it's cool to see when you're showing first-time homebuyers the difference you can tell when they absolutely hate a home and you can tell their whole body language and everything changes when they actually like a home and they and they think that they're interested in it and our job is to try to get them to understand that feeling versus the other feeling because after they do that make that decision then the second guessing comes in and that's when they're like oh i don't know if i like this one or let's go see more or yeah you know, like first time home buyers we're showing i'm showing them on average you know about 20. 25 homes before crazy. they're even ready to make a decision. and
1: Because then they'll end
0: up liking the first one and it's gone. Yeah, yes. they'll be like, well, is that one available? No, that one was gone a long time ago. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, in today's market, I have a few things. Um, like one home I was trying to help a buyer with had 23 offers. Yeah. 23 offers, it's nuts. And so my favorite thing to say to new home buyers, if you like 90% of this home, you're going to want to put an offer in because the other 10% is stuff you can fix the flooring, the carpet, the paint, you know, stuff like that is, is not as hard to change. So that's always been my philosophy. If you like 90%, let's at least put an offer in. And I think new home buyers also don't know that you, once you say you put an offer in and they accept it, that's not it. You can still, you have a few opportunities still if you don't like the home, to say, oh, no, thanks, let's move on. Right. Or if <laughs> something's
1: wrong with it, you know? Yes. Like, the inspection, it's like, okay, well, we just found out that, like, you know, the roof is terrible, and mm-hmm. they're not willing to fix that, you know? Yes. So then at that point, they're not stuck with that house with the crappy roof, and they're not being forced to buy something that that they don't want to buy or is going to stress yeah. them out. So, yes
0: and and also getting them to understand you know what HOAs are you know and how all those work and how that's incorporated in your in mortgage payment well on top of your mortgage payment and you know like there's there's so, so much So what is
1: an
0: HOA since you brought it up? You can describe that much better than I can. <laughs> it's, a, it's a homeowner association where it's an association of all the other homeowners in a in a set location that have set stipulations on on certain rules and and what should be included in the HOA whether it's you know cable and internet or snow removal or taking care of the yard it's just a it's an agreement between all the homeowners of what they expect out of their neighborhood
1: right to make sure that everybody keeps the same standard because you don't want someone moving in who doesn't really care too much about how their house looks on the outside or whatnot doesn't really keep up their yard or has 15 broke down cars in the driveway <laughs> because that makes your neighborhood look bad and it makes you look bad and your home look bad yeah. and you're not trying to invest that much money into something um, to have someone yeah, bring like, down your property value.
0: Like that's so. a, it's a 30 year investment. You want to have, Pride in your house, you know, and you want your neighbors to have pride in their house. That's, well,
1: it's a thirty-year investment if you choose for it to be that long. Right.
0: Long, so. But I mean, most people, a lot of first-time homebuyers think they're going in to buy their forever home as well. Which
1: just isn't true. Most <coughs> you people know, buy two to three homes in their lifetime. Right. I believe the average is about six years. Yeah,
2: it's like someone like to own a home.
1: Sometimes longer, if just depending
0: on. If, oh yeah. You it, know. In in Utah, you know. Here we get people that they, want, they buy when they're when they're younger and they have a smaller family. And as their families grow, they usually grow relatively quick here in Utah. As most people know, then they just have- I mean, yeah. Place, I started with fishing. one
2: dog and now I have three. So yeah. means, I mean, that's a that's a big family.
0: That is a big family. <laughs> <laughs> Even
2: though they're just little, yeah,
0: little dogs. So
2: um yeah, and I think going over HOAs and stuff is really important because that's another thing my first time homebuyers love. We obviously have our packet and if you are out there and you really want to talk to us, we have the most fantastic home buying packet because it has all of us in there, all of our team members, our lending members, it has what the market's doing now, but my favorite page is the list of terms, because there's so many terms that you go through, and we obviously know them, it's just like anybody in any profession, you go to a doctor's office, they list off this big long disease, and you're like, what, you know, it's like, we're in the profession, and we say something like FHA, and they're like, what, you know, so that's why I love that list of terms, because they're terms that we use every day, but people who are just buying a home, they don't know what that means, right, we don't always catch
0: ourselves either, sometimes, no, we try,
2: but, you know, (laughs) because it's like knowing
1: another language, and then Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when you're speaking the, the, your primary language, a lot of times, the other words slip in, in between, just because that's how you know how to talk, and that's how you describe things, Mm -hmm. so,
0: and I think first-time homebuyers get overwhelmed because there's not an understanding of what we do as agents mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Like, right. I feel like there's a lot of people, they put in their offer, and then there's just this big waiting period. And yes. a lot of agents don't, you know, keep up and let the inform their clients of what's actually going on in the negotiations behind the scenes and all the paperwork we got to do. All they got, all they see is something pops up in their email, they got to read it and sign it and then it comes back to us and then we do all the other work
1: and they're just sitting there waiting like what's going on yeah Yeah. they're just
0: building that anticipation of not knowing you know and thinking something's wrong because they're not hearing from us right anything like that and the busier we get the definitely
1: so communication is is definitely key especially Mm -hmm. with our new first-time homebuyers um and anyone really because it might have been a while since they bought their first home and now they're buying their second home and they they forgot how that process works or it's a totally different process now. Oh, yeah. So
0: like right now you're buying a house, the, the closing I just did, they were locked in at two and a quarter percent. Oh, which means
1: I know, right? His
0: breakdown was that he was legitimately paying more to principal every single month than he <laughs> is on interest.
1: Which is amazing. So He's, great. And that's just by making his normal yeah, that's just minimum
0: normal. payment. That's not extra. Like, that's that. not oh
2: my payment. gosh.
0: Yeah. It was crazy. We're sitting down signing papers and the lender and the, and the title lady, they're just like, holy cow.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So interest rates going down gives you more buying power because the lower the interest rate, the more you will actually be approved for, right. which gives you more leeway on what you can actually expect to find more in home. a home. Oh yes. more
2: home for, essentially for, for the, price, the same yeah. amount. Well, that's the thing, like everyone's worried about the prices going up. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard because the, you know, you see a home that used to be 160 and now it's 260, but the interest rates are also lower right now. And And that's kind of the trade-off. Yes.
1: At 160. Uh, Think of how how much equity you would have.
2: Right.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So
1: that's what that's what we're saying is like yeah, okay, yeah it's two hundred and sixty now, but what happens when you wait a couple of years? It's not like are you anticipating the prices going down, or would you rather buy now so that that money is going into your pocket instead mm-hmm. of you waiting it out and it never coming back to you, and yes. you're not investing
2: and you're not making that money.
1: Yeah. And
2: rents are going up. Rents exactly. are going up. Me. It's awful. I've had so many clients come to me and be like, yeah, my rent's going up again.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, again. And it's it's like
1: outrageous to begin with because it's way more than what you would be paying for. Oftentimes what you would be paying for your house payment is a lot less than what you're paying in rent because you're paying not only their mortgage, but then their sec part of their second mortgage because they're just, they're trying to, you know, if they can do it, it's just like, you know, the market dictates price. So if people are willing to pay $2,000 a month for rent or $3,000 a month for rent, then they're going to charge that. And that's unfortunate because that same home that they're living in and renting for that much could be half that, or at least a couple hundred dollars less. Like And it would be theirs and they would be actually making money. So,
2: yes. And even if you're paying a little more in monthly payments, because that's what happened to me. We're we bought a home and my monthly payment is a little more than the rent was, but all that money I was throwing to another person to pay that worth. Yeah. Made it worth (laughs) it to buy my own home and be like, okay, yeah, it's a little more, but it's mine. Make right. Sure, yeah, um, you're
0: going to pay something off. You it's, know, you're eventually it's yours. Own You're it.
2: earning yeah. money by paying that
1: monthly yes. amount. So it's not as hard to pay that when it's going back towards something yes. that you're building.
0: It's easier to pay yourself than it is to pay somebody else.
1: Exactly.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's how you establish residual income. Yeah. That's everybody's that's, goal. Because then key. you don't have to do anything and just collect money. Well, that's yeah, I mean... Situation.
2: I, I, every 16 year old dreams of like sitting in their bedroom and just earning money, you know, reward your 16 year old self and like, Hey, I'm going to buy a home and pay myself instead of paying someone else. Yep. Right. Exactly.
0: It's the best financial decision
2: mm-hmm.
0: ever. Yeah. You know, the top 1%, almost all of them invest in real estate. Oh yeah. So,
1: and their money works for them instead of them working for money.
2: Mhm. And being a first time home buyer, it's just that's the first step. Right. Like, you know, don't don't you don't have to worry about rental properties or any of this investing yet. Just know that this is your first step because once you get into this home and you have the equity, that will help you get another home right. or right. to invest Definitely. in something else. So, yeah, it's like you know, first-time homebuyers, like, don't freak out. You, it's not like, oh, I need to be independently wealthy now, and I need to run out and get a rental <laughs> property right now. Right. No, this is the first step. It all takes time, and that's what we're here to do, to advise you on, okay, so you want this home. Okay, let's stay in this home. We'll keep in contact with you, and then when you say, hey, I think I want to look at rental properties, we get to work again for you and find your best option for a rental property.
0: Right. right, or or, or if
2: you never want to do that,
1: and you're just yeah. focused on your career that you have now, and raising kids, and or dogs, or whatever yes. you're doing. Like, Let us not forget but, us dog moms.
0: But, but <laughs> that it's it's such a huge security blanket, knowing that you have money that's just sitting there that you could access if you absolutely needed to. You know that's why equity is. You know it's just it's there. It's that safety blanket that you uh-huh. can't touch unless you need to. Yeah.
2: Well, and people always refer me back to the two thousand and eight crash. There's so many differences. And I mean, we could do a whole nother episode on the oh, on the differences between the two thousand eight crash and now. But the honest truth is that we're not headed for a crash. All the experts have right. said we're not headed for a crash in the housing market. The housing market is actually what is keeping most of the economy afloat right now. Exactly. Yeah, the,
0: the Fed the Fed is pumping a lot of money into our housing market because ultimately as long as the housing market doesn't crash, the rest yeah. of the economy will bounce right back. Because as mm-hmm. long as people are still buying homes, the economy is still just fine. Yeah. Stock yeah. market's gonna go up and down all the time. And the crash
1: know? last time happened because banks were not—they didn't have the same rules that they have now to assure well, that those could be paid back.
2: Yeah, and then but an over—overabundance of homes. Exactly. Yeah. We're definitely not there right now. Again, sellers,
0: <laughs> you sellers, know where to find us. All. You're ready for your next home. You're not living in right. your dream home right now. Just right.
2: We have buyers. So that's
0: equity <laughs> Is something great. Yes. Right. Have the same payment on a much Upgrade. better house. Yes. <laughs> the equity you have in the house you have now.
2: Well, and a lot of people up here are downsizing. So a lot of our retirees are downsizing Mm -hmm. and going on the retirement of their lives, just on their equity. The lady across the street from me has had her house paid off. I think she's been there for almost 50 years now, and she's had it paid off all that time. And I mean, she's not going to sell, but if she was going to sell right now, I mean, she would have so much to live off of for the rest of her life.
0: Again, like, what other time in history have you ever heard of an interest rate at 2.1? I've,
2: yeah,
1: it, that's insane. Not for me, I don't, I don't remember
0: it. People don't even get car loans for that interest rate, no. you know? Right. It's, that's, that's all, it's great that it's going down.
1: Even with perfect credit, you're not getting yeah. a car loan at two point one five no. or whatever.
2: no. And that's the thing with the house. It's like, I I keep going back to the car analogy because a a car you can wear down and wear down and wear down and it's eventually done because I mean, my little smart car is worth a $1,000 right now. And it's 10 years old. Right? My home, I've only lived in it for a year. And it's already gained about $20,000 worth of equity. Right. There's right. just no comparison. So when people are saying, oh, it's just like getting a car loan, it's not. Don't believe them. Lies. <laughs> All lies.
0: So in Salt Lake County alone, if you've owned your home for three years, you got right around $90,000 in equity.
1: Yeah, because the homes are appreciating anywhere between 6 and 12% right yep. now. It depends on the area of the home. but um, And by area, I mean geographically, not area as in square footage. Yes.
0: Right and most important to look at it the first time home buyer is location location
2: i was about about to say yeah yeah
1: location close to work close to all the other activities that you Mm -hmm. do
0: and well and most
2: home buyers go ahead
0: you don't want to be house broke either so you don't want to you don't want to buy with way over your means by any means you know you still want to go out and have fun and enjoy your life Mm -hmm. so that's our job is to kind of keep you Trained in to know what. Yeah, your and the are.
1: and you're, if you're pre-approved, obviously your lender is going to let you know. Hey, this is your max, and then this is where you probably should be, and then this is like the lower end. So like, here's the range, um, but this is this is the very most you can go to. So, the good lenders have that conversation with their mm-hmm. with their clients and yeah. our and, clients and
0: and from accepting a contract you know to closing and getting your keys is usually 30 to 45 days you know so on average. on average i mean it can be less can be can be more but the average is 30 to 45 days typically yeah yep.
2: and then with the location thing um more people are choosing homes that are closer to their commute rather than like they would rather have a better commute than a than a big yard Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's the thing with location. Like we literally live 15 minutes from my husband's work and it's amazing, you know? So, and like my last client, he was all about location and we kept at it until we found something in the location he wanted. So yeah. you could love that first house and it could be in a crummy location, but you know, like Derek said, it's when you find the right house, it, what, what's meant to be will happen. right you know you can't
0: can't worry about every little detail we know you're going that's our job that's yes
2: that is (laughs) our (laughs) job
0: that's (laughs) our job but they're gonna you first time homebuyers are gonna do it there's no way to prevent it like as much as we can reassure them and tell them everything's going fine you know and they don't need to worry they're still gonna worry you know right it's It's
1: a big deal It's it's a big deal to purchase your first house like it's not only just because it's a lot of money or you know that that whole big thing but it's big in life like you are buying your home now like that's it's a big thing it's a big social accomplishment Mm -hmm. families like just all Mm -hmm. of all of those things are going into this and you want nothing to go wrong and so and you want it to be the perfect house
0: yeah. So and that's what's that's what's great about us is we have a whole team of agents. So oh, yes. even though like each one of us work with our own specific clients, you can the, all your phone numbers, all of our phone numbers are in that yeah. packet we give you. Yeah. Reach out to any of us. Nobody's going to get mad. We'll answer your questions if you're impatient and we're busy doing something. Feel that's free to why call having another a whole agent, you know? Yeah, that's having the, a
1: whole team is beneficial. You
0: have a whole team of support behind you because there's a lot of things we do, you know, we You contact us, we'll send you over to, you know, a lender that we trust and know that's going to take care of you. And we've already established a relationship to know that they know what they're doing to benefit you. And then we also have relationships with with certain contractors. We have relationships with title companies, Inspectors. inspectors, you know. So when you come to us, we know with the people that we've established relationships with, we know that you're going to get taken care of. And yeah. that relieves a lot of stress off of off of people's shoulders, knowing you. Because when you don't know what's happening or how the process works or anything like that, coming to a team and like us to have established all those relationships to know that you're going to get taken care of and know that client's best interest is at heart with all of us. And it's not about anything other than making sure you're taken care of and you have the information you need to make the right decision.
1: Right. The right decision for you, not for
0: us. We're not, we're not. We're going to be doing
1: this anyway. So it might as well be the best decision for
0: you. They put us in the salesman category because I don't think we are. But I don't feel like we're salesmen at all. We're, we're more like teach, I guess, teachers, because we're giving you the information you need in order to make the right decision for yourself, you know? Yeah. It's like a
2: service. like, Service. Yeah. yeah. You know. At service that, that's correct because yeah. like I've been in a lot of salesman position
1: Same.
2: Uh, because well yeah because when you're when you're trying to figure out what you're doing in life and I've taken so many tests that tell yeah. me that I should be a salesman and so I would try it and I was like I don't want to sell something to someone who doesn't want it right so right. we are we are not selling basically you come to us you say I want a home we are finding that home for you. We are doing the paperwork. We are getting you through the process. We are making sure everything goes smoothly and according to the laws. So when I got to real estate, I realized, okay, yeah, this is why I have never lasted at a salesman's job ever because I cannot sell something to you that you do not want. Right. Right. Same. That's exactly
1: why I felt too. Yeah. Like all of my tests always said like sales, CEO, stuff like that and then like yeah i mean i can see that but like at the heart of it all that's not who that's not who i am and that's not how i want to treat other people i don't want other people to feel like that like if you want something i'm the first one on board to try and and help you obtain that like all the resources i have would go into
0: that to find
1: that person what they want what they're looking for whether it be a house you know, anything like if someone's like, oh, this is my favorite drink. If I see that drink in the store, I'm buying that drink <laughs> like, so that I can give that to them. So, yeah.
0: yeah, our our goal is not to make anybody feel like they're just clients and they're only there because this is what we do for work.
1: All of like my clients we, are all my friends. Exactly. We <laughs> want
0: to establish those friends. We want to put on events. We want all these oh, people yes. to sell. We want everybody to come and have a good time and not worry about how the relationship is or how they're going to come off when they talk to us. You know, like if you're straight to the point, be straight to the point. You know, there's no point in beating around the bush or anything like that because if it's bad news, it's going to be bad news. It doesn't matter. You know, if it's good news, it's going to be good news. Yep. So, I mean, playing the the little run around and trying to ease your way into it isn't really benefiting anybody, you know. So, straight to the point, let them deal with it, but then we'll also – get together and, and come up with the best viable solution to solve that problem as well.
2: Right, well, and that's what's really nice about being part of a team as we are, because the on the one hand, so, experts are great and we are experts in our field, but there's no way for one person to know everything. Right. Everyone on this planet is constantly learning. And so if I don't know something, I'll call you guys. If you don't know something, you'll call them and they'll call me. It's just like this constant circle of information. We're all informed. Yeah.
1: Instead of having one person that you're talking to, that you go to for your answers and they're just that one person, mm-hmm. you have this full team of all of us. Yeah. So you have different ideas from and every single one of us that are going to benefit you because if one person doesn't know how to do it, they all, like someone else will. And if that way doesn't work or isn't as efficient, another person has a better way. So it's great to have, like, you're multiplying your your power of
0: huh.
1: knowledge by mm-hmm. however many people are on our yeah. team now, like 10. But yeah.
0: by having such an open dialogue, by asking those questions, we all individually learn from, other right. people. you know, and not even just us on our team, we learn from other agents in the way yeah. they do things, you know, it's, we're yeah. constantly learning, we're constantly adapting, you know, that's why we say we're not, we're not your parents, real estate agent, you know, right. we're, we're more of the fun crowd, we definitely utilize technology the best way that we possibly can. And
1: and we're not afraid to learn new things. Oh, no, all want, the time.
0: We just want to have fun. We want friends to hang out with. We want to just enjoy every day. And we want yes. everybody in our lives to enjoy every day as well. Yes. And we that's all, that's where I'm at. And we want everybody to have an abundance of whatever it is they're searching for, whether it's money, love, family, you know, respect, or whatever. We just dogs. Dogs. Dogs are
1: family.
0: Dogs are kids, for sure, you know. Yeah. But that's all we want. We just want to have fun. We don't want to overstress people and think the house, buying a house should be fun. Yeah. Realistically, it should be fun. It's exciting to go and yes. see so many different options and different places and the benefits of one, you know, and the things you don't like about other ones so that we and can it's add fun. and it's continue. Fun
1: to like envision, like, oh, we could do this with this bedroom or this would be. Oh, yeah so and so's room or this would be the guest room. Like you it's mm-hmm. fun to watch our clients go through a home and, and do that. Like, oh yeah, we, we could put we could do this on this wall and we mm-hmm. could you know like I love that. That's mm-hmm. seriously one of my favorite parts. My
0: favorite is when they bring their kids. When yeah, because the kids their kids are kids running are around afraid. the house and they're like, I want this room. No this mom my room. you get the room downstairs <laughs>
2: mom i get the room with the bathroom right (laughs) mom the master's mine
0: (laughs) (laughs) like it's uh, like knowing that it's not going to turn out that way but they just they're so excited you know to just be to not know what's really going on other than they're getting a new house and just being excited about it yeah it's like
1: christmas for the littlest
0: reasons like (laughs) i took this one family and they came in and the kid was obsessed with a light that was above the stairs. That was the whole reason he wanted the house. He didn't care <laughs> about the it. size of the room. He just thought the light above the stairs it's was the, the best. coolest thing ever. Oh
1: my gosh, kids are. I mean, so best. I would totally Everyone buy a house else. for because the light above the stairs was awesome. Right. Like that's something I would do. I mean, I love everything that. about
0: the house can be changed. You just can't change the location. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. No. My favorite part is. I especially like I've worked mostly with uh first time home buyers and just giving them that knowledge and seeing like the sigh of relief like okay this is a big deal but it's not as much I'm not as scared as I was. You right. know and when you finally sign those papers and the loan the lenders always like to say you're signing your life away that's the big joke. It's like mm-hmm. okay yes you have a lot of signatures on paper but you're also going to get those keys and then you, you've made it you've made it to the finish line and like I can just see the weight lifted and they're in their home and it's just that's the best feeling ever for me
0: different like happy like that we get a witness in somebody else like you've seen them happy as you're showing them homes you know and you've seen them stressed but then the second you hand over those keys it's just like they're like floating that and whole just,
1: process just the just...
0: most natural smile you have probably seeing somebody is, you know, once that stress is lifted off their shoulders and they know it's just their home, then they kind of get that little worried look like, what am I supposed to do now? (laughs) And
2: then you move all your stuff.
0: (laughs) We spent all this time so worried about the process and hoping it would turn out the right way. And then when it does, they're just like, Oh, this is so cool. Oh, it but, worked. Yeah. So, like, what um, do I do now? Now I, like, I just got to move all this stuff in? That doesn't yeah. sound fully. Really
2: I wasn't fully packed. Like, I just, like, you were, uh, you're so busy worried about everything else that I wasn't fully packed. And I was like, oh, crap, we got to get in this house now. <laughs> and then all of
0: a sudden, it's like, okay, now it's serious. Now we got to pack up all of our stuff for real. Yeah. The stuff we don't use. Start
2: labeling the boxes.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else you want to say we're about. we're about an hour in so
2: yeah no i just i'm really happy to be doing this podcast Good. and i love houses and call us
0: call us and well,
2: brizzy thanks for being so committed even though you have to wake up in the morning oh yes i have to be up very very early i do <laughs> give you permission to show my nice Clean face.
0: <laughs> oh, we look, just so, be, we look so put together as well. You know, yeah. I'll
2: just be more prepared next time. I'll still have the green headphones. We'll have a dress up podcast. Yeah, fancy fancy dress, like cocktail party. Oh my gosh, Halloween! We should totally have costumes around that time. We should have costumes all the time. I'm oh, uh, I have so many.
0: I feel like we just need to plan a. Uh, Halloween in July because it's July now so we just need a reason to to throw you know I
2: would love to have a Halloween in July I love Halloween in July they never do there's Christmas in July
1: but why isn't there Halloween in July I ask you yeah no one cares about that we just need Mm -hmm. Halloween Halloween is the funnest because you get to dress up Mm -hmm. and you get to just like Be that for the evening when no nobody can question you. Like, what the hell are
2: you wearing? Like, Like, why are you wearing a teddy bear onesie? Because it's Halloween, right? (laughs) Exactly. And you just get to show up, and it's an excuse to
1: gather, and it's fun. I like dressing up. So, if you're seeing this and you
0: think (laughs) it's a good idea, comment. Let us know. We'll send you an invite every year to Halloween in July.
1: Yes. Yes. And if you can think of any others that we
2: should celebrate yes or if you have questions that you want us to answer like if you did want to hear about why the crash is not happening now or if you want to know the seller side of things comment below let us know what you want to hear about yeah yep
0: or just ask ask the questions ask any question we won't tell you you have a stupid question no unless it's a stupid question no i'm just kidding (laughs) if you ask why i'm wearing
2: green headphones that's a stupid question What is?
0: yeah i mean because they
2: are gorgeous
0: (laughs) see we're young and fun she wears a gamer headset do a podcast it's awesome (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: that's awesome um yeah i'll
0: put all the links to all of our social media and stuff on here so you guys listening you can follow us and hang out with us and let us know what you want to hear what you want to talk about next yeah so
1: any of your real estate questions and or questions about the green headphones the green headphones Where we got <laughs> I them. will not engage
2: Where did we get them <laughs> yeah. all right I'm going to bed
0: Hey good night breezy. have a night. Night. see you have next time you. We'll start doing this once a week and
2: yes yeah. I'm in I'm We'll do in. it earlier
0: if you need to go to bed so.
2: nah I'll just you know do my hair and my makeup just to take it off it's fine Okay. It's
0: fine. Or do you have a day <laughs> off so you don't have to wake up the next day?
2: Uh I am off Tuesday, Wednesdays. Okay. We could probably do a, oh, yeah, a Tuesday or Wednesday night.
0: But a- we're talking
2: about
1: moving it anyways because it just works better if we can be flexible and whichever yeah. like with everybody's schedules. Um, we works. we talked about a team meeting. Yeah. And then maybe decide,
0: maybe yes. Mondays because Mondays always seem to be super slow for me. Yeah, like, I, I could definitely do it
2: Monday we, night because then, yeah, I don't have to wake up at oh dark 30. Yeah, Tuesday. that'd be perfect.
0: So, so we can yeah. do that, that makes sense.
2: Okay, all right.
0: Thanks. Well, I will
2: be drinking wine next time as well. Yes, absolutely. Now, bye, guys. You yeah, go get dog. The-